You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webster. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets. I'm your host, John Patch. The show is carried coast-to-coast all around the country on your favorite radio station, and we want to hear from you. Joining us today is... Jeremy Miller. From Super Pet, here to answer your training questions, your pet care questions at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Ben, and he'll put you on the air with us. The show is produced here at the farm by Mr. Zach Buden. Hello. Hello, Mr. Zach. Hello, Mr. Patch. The show is brought to you in part by SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator. If you're looking to get rid of those odors in the house, spray it with SCOE 10X. Check it out at SCOE10X.com. Also, Nutrix. If you've got an older dog or cat like I do, Myrini is 18, I do have her on Nutrix, and it brings back their focus. And you can check that out at Nutrix.com. That's N-E-U-Trix.com. So... Once again, you are listening to Talking Pets, and we are open to your questions, your pet care questions and your tra- training questions at 844-305-7800. Once again, I'm John Patch. Jeremy Miller. And I'm Zach Buton. And you're listening to Talking Pets. You're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. Jeremy Miller. And I'm the idiot. And we want to hear from you at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 844-305-7800. Jeremy. Yes. What's new in your life? Everything. Yeah? Everything new. New store, new truck. Yeah, you just moved your store, actually. It's called Super Pet, and you moved it from probably about a mile apart, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a mile, mile and a half, not too far. doesn't matter on the mileage, though. It's still a big move when you yeah. got to move a store. Oh yeah, when we're, a, we're a small store, you know. It's just a few of us in there, so it's it's a lot of work to move that stuff. Work until like 2 o'clock in the morning sometimes, so. You might need these guns to go ahead and move everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, hey, if you're going to the movies this weekend, gang, your top five movies as of last weekend were... 
Five movies as of last weekend. No mystery here. Captain America: Civil War was number one, made Woo-hoo! about 180 million dollars on its opening weekend. Number five of all time now. Pretty good, actually. Did you like the movie? Loved it. Yeah, I liked only it. one. Did you see it? Yeah, only yeah, one I thing it. I didn't like. What? Only one. What? I don't want to. Uh, spoilers. Can't do that. Can't say it. Uh, it made 180 million dollars. I think most of the people that are going to see it probably something that has to do with the villain. I don't didn't like. Oh, see, yeah, I agree with that. I I think I know what you're talking about. That was the one thing that I had a problem with. That's most people. And if you read comic books, that's what everyone's having a problem with. But it was good though. I like Captain America, but it was more it was more like the Avengers than it was Captain America. But I like the new introductions. Yes, I thought that was kind of cool. Jungle Book was number two, made two hundred and eighty-eight million dollars in four weeks. Mm. I liked the Jungle Book. It was. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's if you're a big animal lover, you're gonna love the CGI. Was just phenomenal. Yeah. But the movie was dark, though. Yeah, it was. It was a lot darker than like the original movie. Was, yeah, and was, I don't mean nice lighting twist. wise. I mean just, yeah. just the dark. <laughs> Emotionally <film>. dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> number three, Mother's Day. I enjoyed this this film. It made twenty two million in its opening weekend. But I thought Mother's Day was good. I thought it was a cute movie. Leslie Sachi was not the same. Really? See, series. I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, the Huntsman Winter's War. Um, I thought see, I liked that one too. I thought I it was much the, better than the oh, first okay, one. Okay. My, the first one was horrible. <laughs> that, yeah, I saw the first one. Kirsten Stewart or Kristen Stewart or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She should have been Kristen, cursed. You mean Kristen? Kristen, no, Kristen, no movement. Yes, it there was horrible. Go. Like same facial expression from start to finish. She's terrified. <laughs> Unreal. This, this is She's my happy, happy. face. <laughs> and the fifth movie was uh, Keanu. Uh, in two I weeks, made fifteen million dollars. I don't know. I kind of thought it was stupid. But oh, well, you expect it. It's, it's Key and Peele. Like, it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be silly exactly. and stupid. Like, <laughs> but I just expected the kitty to be in there a little bit more. And, yeah. um, you know, it's all about the cat. But and you know, Keanu was actually with the voice, right? At that one little thing. What? I heard that Keanu actually had something to do with it. With the what? actual Keanu Reeves. Had to do something with the film. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. But um, actually, it was cute. It was okay. I mean, I, I didn't think it was all that great, honestly. Um, but I did get the screen this week, uh, Money Monster, and the Ooh. review is at TalkingPets.com. TriStar Pictures puts it out. I actually ranked it three paws out of four, okay. and um, I liked it. There was a couple. I love Jodie Foster, though, and she mm-hmm. directs this film. And um, the thing is, is that it got a little hokey in the towards the end, a little part. But George Clooney does a great job. He likes laughing at himself, and he plays this moneymaker guy on TV, kind of like uh, Jim Cramer, who I... Oh, lo- on like him, on Loud uh, and obnoxious. Yeah. Um, pretty much the same thing with George Clooney. All the bells and whistles that he has. Right. Like, oh, oh, look, there's the stock. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of like, you know, follow me over the cliff kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. um, I definitely want to see that one. It, it, it's good. good. And Julia Roberts, she does, she, she's got a decent-sized decent role in, right. in the film, but... Um, she's not your your point of interest all the time. It's basically George Clooney and uh, O'Connell who plays the 
the bad guy, the guy with the gun. Um, but, you know, stuff like that could really happen. I can imagine, you know, somebody gets into a studio and takes it over. Mm-hmm. It did actually happen in Baltimore, I yes. think, a couple weeks ago. But, um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of weird the way movies reflect life or life reflects movies. Um, so it's it's a good film. I really enjoyed it. It's pretty intense. The thing that I was surprised was only a little over 90 minutes long, but I felt like I was in there much longer. I mean, it was I don't know if that was necessarily slow, a good maybe? thing. No, I liked it. It really kept my attention, but it was kind of strange. Hmm. Like, I walked out. Uh, April was with me, my friend April, and uh, we walked out and kind of looked at each other and goes, didn't we seem like we were in there for a longer time? <laughs> and But the movie was good. I mean, so I, I, I recommend it. Uh, I don't think it's going to do as well because you still got Captain America out there. and then Nothing's com- going to compete. And right then now. what's the other one, too? Um, oh, um, Jungle Book. Yeah, Jungle Book is keeping people's attention, too. Yeah, so th- there's some variety of films out there that for people to see right now. Um, you know, Mother's Day, of course, a lot of the moms would see it. And I like Gary Marshall, so I'm a fan of his. I do like Jason Sudeikis, too. He's good. Yeah. In, in Mother's Day, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's got a great cast. I mean, it really did. Uh, Keanu was disappointing to me. One of the movies that I thought was, you know, it's one of those sleepers, you know, that it was, I remember when Ghost came out, Yeah. everybody thought it was going to be so horrible, and it was, like, groundbreaking. It it made, like, $200 million with Demi Moore and, um, and Patrick Swayze. And, like, the movie of all times. Why was I not, I I couldn't picture the movie for a second. Well, yeah, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg was hysterical. (laughs) But, um, you know, a lot of those sleeper movies do pretty well, and one of them I considered a sleeper, uh, Probably a lot of people aren't going to go see it, but Papa Hemingway in Cuba, what a great movie! Really, um, really great movie, oh. uh, really worth seeing. And um, so there's some good films out there, some that get attention and some that don't. But if you want to read the reviews, go to talkinpets.com. T L A K, did I spell it right? T A L K I N pets.com. <laughs> talkinpets.com. Dyslexia is setting in. Do you need I'm to spell it out? It's called old age. I'm rubbing off on you. Uh, I think we so. We gotta get you some new tricks. T A L K I N. I know. Give me a pill. T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com, TalkingPets.com. And while you're there checking out the movie reviews, join us on Facebook, Twitter, and, of course, um, Instagram. And now, hello. Uh, so check those out. But we want to hear from you. We're up to your pet care questions and your training questions. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. I'm John Patch. Jeremy Miller. And I'm funny. This is Talking Pets. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All-day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hero Dog Bitten saving seven-year-old girl from rattlesnake. With the Talking Pets News Brief, I'm your host, John Patch. When a venomous eastern diamondback rattlesnake appeared in the backyard of a seven-year-old girl, her German shepherd came to her rescue, refusing to back down even when the snake bit him three times. In short, Haas is a hero. 
It shows you that a rescue dog for us paid it forward by protecting my family, said Adam DeLuca of Tampa Bay, Florida. Now hundreds of donors are coming to the family's rescue, quickly topping the goal of $15,000 by Friday on a GoFundMe account to help pay for the anti-venom needed to keep the dog alive. By Friday afternoon, $35,000 had been raised for the dog's care. Go Tampa. Haas is still recovering in the intensive care unit of Tampa's Blue Pearl Emergency Veterinarian Specialty Hospital and is being treated with an anti-venom and painkillers. Molly DeLuca's grandmother was watching her play with the two-year-old shepherd in their backyard when the dog suddenly jumped in front of the girl and reared up several times. It wasn't clear what happened at first, but they could tell Haas was bleeding and brought him to the vet. When his leg was shaved, three bite marks could be seen, telltale signs of a rattlesnake. The family lives near a state park that is a habitat for rattlesnakes, and cottonmouths and dangerous critters can slip under their fence from the wilderness, her father said. Now, the snake's venom damaged the dog's kidneys. Vets now expect a full recovery, but it won't be cheap. Each day in the ICU costs between $1,000 and $1,500, and each viral of anti-venom costs $618. Haas is averaging four or five vials per day as the poison leaves his system. Haas is expected to be hospitalized for another couple of days. The family plans to forward any unused donations to a local rescue organization. The family adopted Haas just two months ago from a rescue organization, but they already had no doubt he would risk his life to save Molly or her four-year-old brother. Remember to follow all our social media channels. New content all week long. Search for Talking Pets Radio or head over to our website, TalkinPets.com. All of the social media links are on top of the homepage. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm John Patch. <laughs> I can go high and I can go low. Oh, yeah, you can. Mm. Shoddy. Zing! Now I get go high, You know, that Ariana Grande sounds just like her. Yeah. Did you see her do that SNL skit? Ariana oh, Grande? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it Grande or is it Grande? Grande. Grande? Grande. Grande? Grande? Venti? I don't know. Uh, it's big, whatever it is. <laughs> it's tall. Yeah. No, very not. And that's, I think, the half the, the joke with tall. She nailed some Whitney Houston, though. Did yes. she? Oh, yeah, she, she did the, uh, it. it was the Pandora skit. It was the no, Whitney's it was title, title yeah, records, yeah. yeah. Whitney's hard to, you know, yeah, nail down. Yeah, it's like, you should watch it's, that skit, though. It's very good. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, did you know, Britney the weird part, I've never really watched it. funny. I haven't watched SNL. In the old days, I used to see, like, you know, like the soup man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no soup for you. Um, I used <laughs> Nazi, you mean? Yes. Yeah, soup Nazi. I used to I used to watch that like, in the old days when it was like, jeez, uh, I can't even think of their names now. Like Bill Murray and all those guys, I guess mm-hmm. were on it. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh, um I, I, don't, uh, I don't really keep yeah. up with it now. But I was on the stage last last year, two years ago, uh, on Saturday Night Live. So Ooh. I got to go up on stage and everything when we were out in New York. That. That was, it was so small. You meet anybody? Uh, no. But you oh. know what's really weird? Have you ever been in there? No. I, no. You, you go back there. It's a very small stage, mm-hmm. and there's 
one, two, two stages had to go as one in front of you, one to the side, uh, and very, very tiny. Mm -hmm. And the audience is very tiny. And there's like a little balcony area. But when, like they showed us the dressing rooms. They really aren't dressing rooms. They're hallways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they run back into the hallways, and they each have lockers in the hallways. And that's how they change from skit to skit. And they have sticky notes. Put and they were on. there. They was like scene one, scene two, sticky notes of all their outfits. Oh, oh my gosh. It was fascinating to, to watch it. It was so cool. Um, but, the, you know, I was there. Actually, Bobby and I were there, Bobby and Amanda. And um, the three of us were walking around and stuff, which was just awesome. Took yeah. some pictures. We weren't supposed to. Of course not. Anyway, um, you didn't hear that. Now, now. Lauren, but, we're not. Don't listen, please. But <laughs> I, I remember actually Betty was doing. You remember when Betty was on it? She was the yeah, all-time favorite. Yes, yes. You know. <laughs> So I called up Betty, Betty White, and I said, Betty, I said, yeah, I know you're going to be on S my, my brother's calling me. My brother Ed's calling me. He's like, give me tickets. I live in Pennsylvania. I'll go, I'll go see SNL. I said, if anybody's getting tickets to SNL when Betty's on it, it's yeah. me. Move out the way. <laughs> but, you know, out for it, it was one. weird because they, because it's so small, even Betty only gets certain tickets, and she had, like, some family friends that were there. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I know. I'm on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look being on the top of that list. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was cool, though. We talked, and she was like, I would, but I can't. She only gave me so many tickets. I was like, yeah, but she nailed it though. She oh, knocked it out of the ball. Yeah. Oh, her and her muffin? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Everybody loves Betty our muffin White. tops. <laughs> the muffin dusty, thing was hysterical. Dusty muffins? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still can't get over her that moist stitch. muffins. Oh god, yeah. That but just remember, it hasn't had a cherry since 1927. <laughs> yeah, she was she was so funny. You gotta you gotta love her though. I love it when they break character. Yes. Like, yeah. It's I, and that's the biggest thing. I like um you know some it's funny too doing radio some people will say okay, you know send me questions like when you're interviewing somebody I'm like no, I like to ad lib. I just like to play play it as is because it's more natural. Yeah. And that's the one thing I like about radio is mm -hmm. being natural. It's being live, it's being natural. When it's canned and stuff like that, yeah. eh, you know, mm -hmm. some of it's funny, but should I put away the script you gave me? Yeah, you put it away. Okay. Here, just throw it. Yeah. Just Oh ah. my god, you hit my cat. <laughs> oh, winner, get over here. I'm sorry. What did I do? Oh, no wonder why oh. no wonder why you can't hear her. Why did, why, what did I you do? You gotta bring her mic up. There. Thank you. <laughs> hey. You hey. are the producer over there. <laughs> Thanks. Keep reminding me what my job is. Eight four four three oh five seventy eight hundred. I'm gonna sit here like this instead. Your dogs are barking. 844-305-7800. Give us a call if you've got a training question or, or a pet care question. We're open to that. But, um, Jeremy, I want to ask you, uh, before we go out to a segment here, uh, break time, hmm. um, when we were talking about the rattlesnakes, and that story happened to be out of our hometown, actually. But, yeah, you know, and, and I've had in my office here, I had a rattlesnake uh, on the shelves here. What? And it jumped down on my desk when I was working. Your hoarding thing, it, it's getting it bad. Was, it, it, that's when it was bad. Because I keep the doors open to the pool. So they get into the pool area and climbed in and jumped at me. But you got to be very careful, too, like in the yards, right? Make sure you do perimeter checking when you're letting your pets out. Yeah, um, when I lived in Odessa, um, we had a couple Florida. dogs. We just, yeah, yeah, in Florida, yeah. Um, we just had the dogs running around everywhere, like, just free roaming but one day we had a watermark that's in one of our bushes we actually oh, wow. saw it, like jump out and almost strike my dog so moving here to florida it's it's been a change because we only have like garter snakes where i'm from and like alligators like, well something like black snakes, snakes and stuff like that aren't, aren't harmful no. but you do got to be careful yeah. depending on where you live in the country of what's right. out there because they could be hiding in the yard we were filming a movie one time uh, we were doing a trailer for a horror film actually and we were up in north florida and uh, and we were around all this water area and everything and um and then all of a sudden i'm, I'm walking and you know, I didn't think twice about it. There was this one scene that we were... It was a killer guy, you know. And there was one scene that we were shooting. 
And I'm walking through the through the woods and the leaves and everything, and all of a sudden I stumbled on some sticks there, and all of a sudden I look over to my left, and there's this huge water moccasin mm. just coiled up right next to me. You want to see me have heart failure. I almost pooed myself. <laughs> <laughs> intimidating but they'd they'd rather not strike you they'd rather intimidate you like they really don't want they to are intimidating you. Yeah, the yeah. snakes in general i think are yeah. patch day went patch went like this that's it if you've got a training question or a uh, pet care question give us a call 844-305-7800 you're listening to talking pets talking pets we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact they called it elephant skin. It was rough, wrinkly, like a Brillo pad. His hair was falling out in clumps. Petey stopped eating and all his hair fell out. Our golden retriever, Sundance, he scratched incessantly. There was hair all over. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Within two weeks, the shedding slowed down to almost none. The scratching went away after a few days and Sundance's coat was starting to get shiny and glossy. It's a 180 turnaround. His skin has cleared up. He is not in pain. If your dog has shedding, dry skin, excessive scratching due to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. I sit on my perch and whistle a tune. Somewhat like Tweety Bird, you know the cartoon. My colors are different. A rainbow effect. Black on my head, green on my chest, and blue on my neck. A mirror there is on my cage wall. When I look at it, I give a loud call. You see, for some reason, an intruder it shows, and when I move closer, its size seems to grow. At times I get lonely and pace up and down. With all of my colors, I resemble a clown. My masters get frazzled, I rattle their nerves, for when I want service, I throw out some curves. Attention is easy when I scream out a chirp. And after my meals, an occasional burp, my masters come running with a quick no-no-no, and sometimes I'll mock them with a repetitive yo-yo-yo. Fresh water is offered, I bathe every day. I flutter my wings with a brilliant display. And when I get hungry, I'll scream for a treat. Seed, vegetables, and fruits in my diet, but very little meat. Amusement comes easy, my cage full of toys. A stare in the mirror, a hang from my rope, are just two of my joys. But my favorite of all is my master's attention, because this fills my heart with love, too much to mention. Well, now it is late, the day comes to end. I climb to my perch with one last message to send. One last chirp I do give to my master's be heard. My love and thanks from the heart, says this little bird. The room is now dark, it's my time to sleep. 
but wait until tomorrow at sunlight's first peep. I'll scream and flutter to wake up the dead, for to my masters I am what matters. Now get out of bed. And if you're going to be a bird owner, make sure that you're dedicated to putting at least 95% of your time into taking care of that bird. Because they will become psychotic. Um, Not only will they scream, not only will they bite, but they will also pluck. And if you want Thanksgiving to come early, there you go. So, But by the way, you can check out more information at TalkinPets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com. TalkinPets.com. And when you're there, make sure you join us on Facebook, Twitter, also, Instagram now, you can see some photos on there, and a new app that we have going, which is called Hello. It's me. So you can check us out there, and preferably <laughs> not Zach. Oh, come on! 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800, 844 We're open to your training questions, and also your behavior questions, and if you've got those pet care questions, give us a call. 844 <laughs> Michelle Phillips with my pet Snoop Doby Dog, and you're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. And that's right, you are listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch, and I'm joining me is Dr. Jared Lazarus in Tampa Bay, Florida, and of course his lackey Zach Buden, and Georgia. We're all here. We want to talk with you. The number is eight four four three zero five seventy eight hundred. 844-305-7800 is the number to call. <clears throat> so pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk about your pets. But we do have a special guest joining us. We are live and in person, and we want to talk with you. But we're going to speak right now with Dr. Ross. Dr. Ross is one of the three doctors that's in a new television show on Animal Planet, and it's called The Vet Life. And Dr., am I saying this right, Aubrey Ross? Yes, sir. Great. I want to introduce you to Dr. J, Zach, our producer, and Georgia, our reporter. We're all in the studio here. Say hey, hi, guys. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hey, Doc. Hello. How you doing? Going? <laughs> so you got an audience here in the studio, and then, of course, America that's listening as well. But um, I want to talk about your show. You've got a new show. on. It's on Animal Planet, correct? Yes, sir. It is. And there's three of you guys. You're one of the doctors, one of the veterinarians on the show. And uh, what are the other two vets' names? Uh, we have Dr. Michael Levine and Dr. Dior Blue. Uh, we are friends. Of, um, Dr. Levine and I were classmates uh, from Tuskegee University. Dr. Blue is a little younger than us, but he kind of hung around with us. And here we are in Houston, opening up a, a animal hospital. So you're the most you're, you're you're the most intelligent one there, and the most versed in veterinary medicine, and the best looking one on the team, right? 
Well, no, you know, I think we're all very good. We all three have our, our, our looks, you know, what, what makes us sick. As um, far as well-versed, we all can do everything. You know, I see the exotics that come into the animal hospital. Um, Dr. Blue, he likes the large animal. And Dr. Levine, he does a lot of orthopedic surgery. But, yes, um, we all do a large amount of work at the hospital. And we work now, how did, how did you guys get approached in terms of doing uh, an animal show for Animal Planet, uh, you know, called The Vet Life? How did you guys start that? Uh, it, it was funny how it happened. Um, Noir Blue, which is Dr. Blue's sister, worked on um, a show in Las Vegas by the name of Pawn Stars for, for several years. He oh, yeah. reached out to Jarris and Shannon, which is a part of Argo Bargo, and Nancy Glass Production. They came down and did what's called a sizzle, which basically followed us around um, when we opened July the 11th. They pitched it to Animal Planet. I guess Animal Planet liked what they saw. We were just being ourselves, and here we are now. The vet life is on Animal Planet. That's pretty awesome. And you guys do a great job. I got to watch the one episode, and it, it opened up this episode. I don't know if it aired yet. By the way, when do you guys air on Animal Planet? Actually, we air tonight. It'll be our second, um, second episode um, tonight, 10, um, 9 Central. 10, 9 Central. So if people want to check it out on Animal Planet, check it out there. But the episode that I got to see, I don't know if it has aired yet or not. It may not have, but it opened up with a big snake. Oh, uh, yeah, Andy. Andy was a huge anaconda. Um, yeah, it was my gigantic. first day back into the office. Yeah, 60, 60, roughly about 60 pounds. Extreme, extremely long. Uh, one of the biggest snakes I've ever practiced on. Um, but she was very docile, sweet snake. I love snakes. Snakes are, are interesting creatures. You know, I was over, I was over at a pet, uh, a pet store that my friend owns down the street here where I live. And at the moment that I was walking in, he had a python. And this python was not being friendly. Um, and I was like, what's going on with this python? Well, the problem was, is my friend put a mouse in with the python. I don't know if the mouse had a heart attack or what, but <laughs> it stopped moving. <laughs> and the snake didn't want to eat. So basically what happened was um, he had to poke like a little stick in there to try to move the mouse around so the snake would maybe go after it, and the snake uh -huh. wasn't being happy. I mean, how often do those guys have to eat those big snakes? It depends on the size. Um, a snake such as Annie um, should eat at least once a month. You know, what we feed uh, a snake of that size, maybe a rabbit, has to be, they're going to eat more than one mouse. So we, we like to say for a 60-pound anaconda every month, depending on the size of the python, uh, you could get away maybe every two weeks with a, with a rat. I just couldn't do it. I know I, I, I can't take, I couldn't take a, a rabbit or whatever, or not even a mouse, and stick it in there and go, okay, here's your dinner. Well, I mean, that would be thing, like... Usually what, we, yeah, usually what you like to do is um, you want to feed them either frozen that you thaw out, because the live, the live prey can cause other issues such as mouse rot. And we try to avoid that because, you know, the, the rats or the mice is not going to just let that snake eat without a fight. You get a lot of abrasions, a lot of scratches in the mouth. Um, so we, we try to recommend owners giving um, pinkies prepared meals that, that are already dead. Okay, not to make myself sound stupider than I am, but hard to do. years ago I was doing a show at SeaWorld and we used to broadcast a show from there for a while, for about five or six years, and they would bring in penguins. And the one day they had a baby penguin, it was a king penguin sitting there with us, 
and it started to hack something up. And when it hacked it up, it literally threw it across the room and it landed on me. And the girl's like, it's a pinky. And I was like, oh, my God, it's somebody's yeah. finger? <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I really did do that. The pinky was all that was was a little baby mouth. Exactly. That's bad, John. Bad. I know, but I was like, what is this thing spitting at me? <laughs> Scared <laughs> the heck out of me, I'll tell you. Now, now you're versed, actually, Doctor Ross, uh, with the vet life, and people can check you out and everything that you're all about. But you do surgery, internal, you do emergency, dermatology cases, and shelter medicine as well, which I think is really cool, and preventative medicine. But what do you find, in your opinion, um, is like you see a lot of purebred dogs, and it seems like cocker spaniels or whatever, or even labs, they seem to have a lot of skin problems. Is that do you see a lot of them coming into your clinic with that issue? Yes, we, we see a lot of a lot of skin skin allergies. You know, when you're talking about allergies, there's three main types of allergies. You have flea allergies, you have food allergies, and you have atopy. Atopy, all that is, is environmental allergies, um, and that's what we see in the, like the, the the muggy. I'm down here in Houston. Um, the environment is steadily changing, probably the same in Florida. Um, but with, with Atopy, it's one of those things you may want to put them on a, a good diet to rule out food allergies, make sure we don't have fleas. And if we rule those two things out, it's only pointing in one direction, and that's the environment. But we see quite a few cases of allergies here in Houston at Fair Animal Hospital. Now, that's the place, that, that's your animal hospital right there in Houston that the three of you guys work at, SciFair, correct? Yes, sir. Do you guys have, like, a website or anything like that so people can find out more information about not only your clinic but your show and all? Yes, um, you can go to um, SciFairAnimalHospital.com. SciFairAnimalHospital.com, and that's um, C-Y-F-A-I-R AnimalHospital.com. So if people want to check it out yes, there, sir. they can find out more information. But no, it's an exciting show, and some of the stuff that you get into, and and the thing that I kind of I I liked about your show too, the vet life, was the fact that you not only got into the medicine part of the animals, but you also got into the part of your lives and with your families yeah. and your kids, and and in the episode that I ended up watching, you were in a car accident. Yeah, Am I correct? Was, you had a pro problem. Yeah, yeah, you had a problem with your lower back. Yeah, you had a problem with your lower back. No, I broke my pelvis. I oh. I, I broke my pelvis. Fractured a few ribs and also dislocated my um, my hip. Um, so I was in a pretty bad um, car accident. It was one of the scariest moments of my life. But I had the support of my family and my friends that were right alongside of me, and kind of and that inspired me and helped me get through that the hard times. Well, we have a lot more questions. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with Dr. Aubrey Ross. He is one of the doctors at SciFair Animal Hospital in Houston, Texas. They have a show now on Animal Planet. It's, it airs tonight at 10 o'clock, 9 central, so make sure you check it out. It's with Dr. Ross, Dr. Blue, and Dr. Levine. If uh, you've got a question, let us know. But we'll be right back with Dr. Ross and talk a little bit about more of the Animal Planet show called The Vet Life. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Zach Buden. And this is Georgia. The gang's all here, and we want to talk with you. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. Don't forget, check us out at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com. Join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now the app called Hello. It's 
That's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com Looking for the best advice on pet health, safety, and travel? Connect with the Pet Lady. Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady, will surely be in a city near you real soon. She will be spreading the good news for pets and pet lovers from tips on dog and cat care, pet industry trends, and the best events for you and your four-legged family members. Need a great gift idea or insights on the hottest pet gadgets? Simply follow the Pet Lady on Twitter at Pet Lady World. You can also learn more at the Pet Lady at thepetlady.net. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. That's who we let the dogs out. The cat wanted them out of the house. So the dogs are out. That would be my cat. Oh, yeah. There was actually a puppy in my house today. My friend oh, April really? brought her new puppy over. She adopted from a shelter from Aww. the Humane Society of Tampa Bay. Nice. Uh, where we live. And um, actually, uh, it was funny because they did a kids program where people were donating uh, like toys and stuff like that for pets. And, you know, doing the show, of course, we get a lot of stuff that comes in here to the show. So I gave them like a huge box of stuff for pets. Aww. So their class, her mm-hmm. her fourth grade class, won, you know, a visit by the Humane Society where they brought in a bunch of puppies and stuff and it ended up that most of the teachers adopted most of the most wow. of the pups that's a great so story. april was one of the teachers that adopted one of the pups so she brought that's it awesome. over today so you got to see this one. Oh, winter boy. my cat she was like she really get out of my house get the heck out now this is my territory <laughs> you think you belong in this house it's not yours it's mine well we're speaking with dr Aubrey ross he is one of the doctors with dr blue and dr levine um at the sci fair animal hospital in houston texas they have a new show out there called uh the vet life and it's on animal planet tonight at 10 9 central so uh make sure when you're done listening to talking pets tonight then you turn over to animal planet on tv and you tune into dr ross because you're listening to his voice right now but you'll actually get to see what he looks like uh when you tune into animal planet the vet life but um Hey, Doc. It's Dr. Lazarus here. How are you? How's it going there? Good, good. I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, physical therapy is going great. I'm going three times a week. Um, I'm getting stronger and stronger as the days go by. That's awesome. Uh, tell me, when did you open SciFair? And did you um, open with three veterinarians right off the bat? Yes, sir. We've been planning this for years. However, we opened July the 11th, 2015. So it hasn't been a year yet. But business is doing great. It must be. Supporting three vets, that's pretty awesome. Now, do you guys have expertise? I mean, are you kind of varied in the expertise, like avian medicine, exotic medicine? Do you do any holistic or homeopathic at SciFair? 
Uh, no, we do not do any holistic nor homeopathic medicine at Cypher Animal Hospital. Uh, we we traditional medicine. We diagnose. We treat with the with drugs. Um, so we we, we kind of stay away from the holistic aspects of veterinary medicine. But it is a lot of good veterinarians here in the Houston area that that does the holistic uh, medicine. What would you say, Dr. Ross, and one of the airings for the Vet Life on Animal Planet tonight or, or upcoming episodes, uh, what would you say is probably one of the most standout animals that you had that people will tune into the television show and go, wow, this is amazing? I think it, 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 all the animals were great, um, but if I say um, one episode was a, a scene with goats. Uh, you see Dr. You see Dr. Um, Blue walking around with goats, but out of all those episodes, we, we actually saw the tiger. I don't know if anyone is familiar with the tiger that roamed and got loose in Conroe, Texas. Um, I know it was on all the major networks, CNN, uh, Jimmy Kimball. We, Dr. Vino and I, we actually treated um, and vaccinated that tiger. So the mm-hmm. tiger stood out to me the most. It, it, was, it was amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know if I was, I don't know if I remember that one or not. Georgia, you do? I did see that on the news. I used to live in Houston, so I'm very, whenever yeah. it comes in the news, I tune in. Yeah, I no, I, I wasn't aware of that one. I, I didn't see that. But you do deal with exotics. The one th- the one episode yes, that sir. I got to see was the puppies, the puppies being born, where you thought there were uh-huh. two inside, and there ended up being actually uh, three, and it was kind of a touch and go. I can't remember the dog's name, but it, I was actually on the edge of my seat watching this, going, oh, God, I hope they're going to, you know, when you're rubbing those puppies. And, and you had to do a C-section yet. Yeah. Most brachiocephalic breeds, um, such as English Bulldogs, Boston Terriers, they definitely um, have those particular problems. The dog you're speaking of it was named Buttercup. Buttercup, Buttercup. Um, has had problems in the past giving natural births. Anytime you have puppies or dogs with, with large heads, broad shoulders, it's hard for them to go down a birth canal. Um, so Buttercup did have a C-section. Anytime you're looking at it with an x-ray or the ultrasound, you can get super, um, the puppies can get superimposed over each other. So you, you may see two, you may see, it's kind of like playing space, two and a possible. <laughs> but it, it, it is something that we definitely, um, we, we did deliver um, healthy puppies. Um, and the, the biggest thing is to stimulate these puppies and get them to start crying and start breathing. Um, but that, you will see a, a See that in one of the episodes. Yeah, that's the thing that I thought was interesting. Um, the doctor that was actually delivering the pups was like, I'm not hearing the symphony out there or the orchestra or whatever. He was waiting <laughs> for the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm not hearing it either. They better start, like, you know, barking or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sit here and cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely, just like if you're delivering a baby um, in a hospital, you definitely want to hear noise. Noise is good. Silence is not good. Um, as long as they're crying, that means they're up, they're awake, and you, they're, they're on their way to a, a good life. Well, Dr. Aubrey Ross, I want to thank you so much for joining us here on the program of Talking Pets, and, and congratulations on the vet life on Animal Planet. People can tune into it tonight at 10, 9 Central, and it's with uh, Dr. Aubrey Ross, Dr. Blue, and Dr. Levine. Congratulations. All right, thank you so much, and thanks for having me. Thanks, Dr. Ross. Anytime, and, uh, and good luck with everything in SciFair Animal Hospital there out of Houston, Texas. All right, thank you. Take care. Feel good, Doc. All right, thanks a lot. Once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets. The number to call is 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. So uh, pick up the phone if you've got a question or a comment, of course. But um, we recommend highly that you tune into, of course, The Vet Life. And it's on Animal Planet tonight at 10, 9 Central. Sci-Fair Animal Hospital out of Houston, Texas.
So you never know what's going to happen when, when you're a vet, right? Things just pop in, people run in. Never I mean, know what's going to come through the door. It's not necessarily an appointment type thing where they're making an appointment, is it? I mean, no. they do, but you hit, also have emergencies too. Uh, hit by cars come in, all sorts of things come in. Hog attacks, hogs attacking dogs. Really? Yeah. That's awful. The one thing that I see uh, down here too is a lot of snake bites too. Yeah, mm. we see those. Never know what's going to come through the door. you got to be prepared for all of it. Well, once again, thanks for joining us here in this hour of Talking Pets. Don't forget, spay and neuter your pets and help control the pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, make sure you go to your local animal shelter or your rescue group and adopt one from there. From myself, John Patch. Dr. Jared Lazarus. Zach Buden. And Georgia. We say goodbye for now. Thanks Later. for listening. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. And stuff your pockets full of dynamite And tie you to a rhino's head Good night, everybody! Bye! Spoil your dinner!